previously on Ghosts on a Train. It's been a while since you've read the Arcane script, and it takes it takes you a while. Um, but you know you, you want to get the spell exactly right. Confine the boy to within the luggage car. You do take long enough that one of the approaching passengers might have seen you. Laudius Dalmore II smuggled a body onto the train. If he does die, you need to silence him because we can't we can't register him. He uh, crashes and like goes proceeds back into the water of the void sea. But as it recedes back in there, it doesn't fully, and it begins to uh, rise again, uh, coming back around. It appears the entity is some kind of liquid being of a massive scale. Aren't the ghosts usually not on the train? Why are we? The pride of Duskwall shines as a cool blue streak, traveling across the endless blackness of the void sea. Back on land, any light the pitiable sun can yield is smothered by the smog of industry. And yet, it is only in the inner void sea that one can understand a perfect dark. A clear night sky sits at its bottom, with strange stars, unlike any in our sky, that are only muddled when the occasional locomotive passes over. Despite its untold fathoms, the inner void sea is lacking the hordes of unquiet dead that plague the Deathlands with two prominent explanations. Natural philosophy understands that a spirit, like an animal, would seek out the land where there is more life to hunt, while those who are more spiritual remark that the void sea must be as peaceful for the dead as it is the living, and perhaps a specter may reconcile by sinking to its depths. Regardless, any aggressive wraith in the inner void sea can be assumed to seek a goal other than life force and utterly divorced from peace. I run the game. (laughs) I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson. I don't know why you're laughing so hard. (laughs) I I just heard you like shuffling your feet when the first I was going to start. Okay. (laughs) Hi, guy. I play, uh, I play Pip. Barely. Sometimes Pip plays me. We're all one here. You should really see a doctor about that. I should, but do you know how expensive it is to go to therapy right now? Extremely. Healthcare in the United States. Damn. <laughs> what a way to start an episode. Healthcare damn. I'm Stefan. Healthcare damn. Yeah, I'm Stefan. Uh, I play Drix, who is not a wizard. Mm, bullshit. I mean, he's not a wizard. No, he's bullshit. I mean, clearly he is a warlock or sorcerer. So the reason why we we're just talking about, like, what? What? He's not a wizard. Uh, last time on Ghosts on a Train, uh, he did wizard shit. The um, the Lion Bulls only really just got started uh, on their line to Irondale, crossing the Void Sea. Drix was charged by Laudius Dalmore to protect the dying body of Gaffo, his dog's body, a uh, young boy servant, 12 years old, who is currently in the freight box car 
in a box designed to both uh, maintain his body and also hopefully try to keep his spirit inside. Drix took charge of this and used a small arcane trinket using the, the human magics left within, channeled through a spell in a scroll, text that only Drix could read, revealing uh, some uh, magical expertise that he claims to have learned from Severosi magicians. Trevor knows, as well as fellow Linebulls, Andril and Pippin, uh, about the boy. Candace also knows, uh, although she was unhappy and gave the ultimatum that should Gefo's spirit escape, to silence it immediately, as this sort of thing cannot be noted on any official registers for the Imperial Railways. And we will pick up there, as you guys are currently crossing the Void Sea within the crew car. Do you guys remember the last time we came through here? Yeah! Mm-hmm. Hadn't fought a demon yet. I mean, not like here specifically, but just like through the Void Sea, generally, you know? Yeah, uh, we haven't been over this, this specific rail yet, but... Yeah, I, I, I understand. If you would like to see the map of the locations that we have and have not been, please check our Twitter. I don't know who this too. I just felt compelled to say it. I never have any idea what you guys are talking about, as usual. I mean, I, I feel like Twitter has come up before, but I'm still kind of lost on it. Anyway... I feel like we should try and do something fun, but also I can't stop thinking about the almost dead child in a box on the train. Aren't we all like almost dead children, metaphorically speaking? Well, at least you and I are not children. I would hope all three of us aren't almost dead, but Pip, would you like to tell me something? (laughs) Sometimes I can hear my liver screaming. That is deeply unsettling and also completely expected. <laughs> okay, this line sucks so much. <laughs> Andril, out the window, you can see the placid surface of the inner void sea with those stars uh, shining from their bottom that do not match the stars in the sky. But you also see bobbing along the top something like shapes traveling. First one, then two, a couple. They all seem kind of uniform in shape, but it's, it's too far away for it to be anything but like a weird blob or something. But something seems to be bobbing its way. Guys, do you see the bobbing thing? Should we be worried about this? Usually is the answer. Yeah, right? Okay, do we have the owl goggles out? Can I like peek through the owl goggles and try to see what it is? Or I can just roll an insight. I always forget I can do that. I mean, yeah, that could be the, the, the method by which you... Just pop on the owl All goggles. Right. Yeah, suck. I'll just kind of grab the owl goggles and look through and try to try to have some insight. Oh, I passed! Which means you get two questions. Yeah! Because you're... What is it? Sly. Yes, I am. I rolled an eight. I think I will go with what's really going on here for the first one. In regards to blob thing. Yeah, I mean, those are coming up spirit. There's at least six. God damn it. There's at least six uh, of these blobs that are reading spirit from here. Hmm. Okay. I'll hold the other one. Because I, I feel like that's what I wanted out of this. Okay. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, those are those are those are ghosties. Those are ghosty woosties. Should probably deal with them. It isn't time to suit up then already. Yeah. Man, they wasted no time on this one. I feel like we've wasted a lot of time already. <laughs> <laughs> what roles are you gonna suit up in? Classics? Yeah. Yeah. Classics works for Classics. me. I'll go for spider then. Then I shall take the rook. Hell yeah. Who <laughs> needs an owl? <laughs> You guys, uh, you guys gonna pop up uh, through the freight car, or just uh, or any other particular exit point? I have nothing in mind in particular. It'll just depend on who you like, who you bump into, theoretically. Hmm. Maybe we should avoid Ken. <laughs> yeah, you can exit through any of the uh, little areas between cars. Yeah, we've we've established that there are hatches between each car. Okay. Maybe we'll just go out between the passenger and the crew car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys start to climb out, and you see some of the passengers are looking on. Some of the passengers are looking on uh, with some amount of concern. Mr. McClaremont uh, sort of waves away uh, the concern of the burned king priest, but the Elysian with the power of uh, silvery hair looks concerned, and in fact looks specifically at Drix with some amount of uh, disdain. I'm <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, so you can climb up top. You you can see them now. From here, they look like um, bits of water. You see like they're they're like amorphous forms, but you see stubs that seem to definitely be like limbs from each. They're maybe gonna get more shape as they get closer. But for now, who wants to lead the bulls against the supernatural? Anyone particularly? I feel like we haven't had Pip lead in a while. Let's last one. Oh yeah, I guess I haven't led in a while. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. I will follow your orders without hesitation. Yeah, so the uh, the only... Th- you completed your apprenticeship. Yes. Uh, you don't have the support of another gang. You don't have a bull in every other role, so that's currently a zero. Yeah. Follow, uh, swear to follow his orders. Mm-hmm. Pip, you follow, swear to follow his orders? Of course. You have not worked this line before, so we're going to take a minus one. So a total of minus one. Okay. Let's do it. Oof. Uh, that's a six. Okay. So you don't get to pick any of the special things, but you can make the opening move. Okay. I think Drix is going to immediately, like, level his heavy lightning hook and try and blast the nearest one before it can, like, reach. All right. Go ahead and roll me force. That would be a nine. Okay. Which one do you pick? Um, I want to do great harm. Hell yes. Starting off strong. There's like six ghosts here. <laughs> There's like six ghosts here. Might as well go nuts. Um, so yeah, extra, pl- that's like five coming at this thing. You heft this uh, heavy lightning hook. You level it. These things are sort of bobbing at a predictable pattern. Bobbing together. You back uh, with the heavy lightning hook. Uh, one of these figures. You see the, the water portion of it bursts. Like maybe whatever membrane might have been carrying it bursts. It splashes. The water that makes these things up doesn't have like the the stars reflected in it. So you can sort of tell the difference. As you blast it like that, you realize that there's an entire area spread among these six blob things that also doesn't have the stars. And you watch as they all together slap sideways uh, into the void sea as emerging from the void sea is a massive water spirit with many limbs, many wings, the horrible hurricane with teeth that you only cleared 
on your last Void Sea crossing. Oh. Uh, that, by the way, uh, only took half of that five uh, because you were only aiming at one of its one of its little hand limb things. Damn it! <laughs> this thing has suckered you in, Fredericks, uh It lets out uh, you know another hor- horrible. <laughs> That reminds you of your horrible flight, desperate flight rather, to Iruvia. This thing seems determined to follow you until it is captured or silenced. It leaps out of the water. That's new. This time with clear intention not to slam the train like before, but to knock you off of the train, Drix. Oh Um, no. It's massive. You're the first to receive its its full weight. Go ahead and take a major manifestation attack. That's three. Andrel, Pippin, and Drix, you are all uh, currently in danger of falling off the train. As right now, this thing's sort of passing over you like like a, like a wave, like a fierce wave, and you're, you got your magnet boots on, but you might fall fall off the train at this point as this thing sort of passes over you. Can I do a finesse roll to try and try and get myself and the other two like stabilized, like grab arms and? position, reestablish a center of gravity and all that. It might be better if I did a steel roll for that, because I know you've got better, like, offensive stats. Yeah, I just, well, you can't, I figure if I can help all of us, then you two will still have free moves, rather than you just doing yourself. If you want me to just grab Drix. Well, I, I was thinking, like, if I could try and steal myself and, like, hang on to the both of you using my steel that would still leave you open to attack because my fighting is no good okay doke that's possible also Stefan, don't forget you do have that barrier oh yes so yes. subtract one from that three harm yes but all right guy steal yourself what don't you want right. to do collapse let go or give up specifically you know the let go one mm-hmm <laughs> Go ahead and roll. I do the one that I don't want to do. Well, shit. Snake guys. All right, so Pip, you you plant yourself. You uh, even get like the anchor suit going to sort of uh, help weather this. The anchor suit anchoring you to the ground. You lock arms with that with everybody, but unfortunately, you are not able to weather uh, just the full length of this thing's body. Like this is. This thing is easily the size of the train, or, li- or close enough to it. And as the water keeps pull- keeps uh, rushing, rushing past you, eventually you lose your footing. And with the uh, heavy weight of the anchor suit and how locked in everybody else is, all three of you go into the void sea. Well, shit! Holy crap! Wait, we're just off the train. You are off the train. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, uh... <laughs> huh? Yep. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that one. <laughs> I have an idea, but I'm not leading the bulls. Well, Andrew, your move. Yeah. Or Drix. Um, Drix already did his move. Not for this round, right? The opening move is still the still a move. Okay. Can I, like, grab onto my boys and throw a lightning web thrower to try and just attach myself to the train? You can do that. All right. I'm going to pump a lightning oil. Hell yeah. Actually, hmm, this feels like a big one. And if I pump two lightning oil, I cannot fail. 
uh, regardless of roll. Okay. So I'm going to pump two, two lightning oil. Hell yeah. That shit. Well, didn't need to do that um, because I have rolled more than a two on the first dice, but the second dice is under the table. Uh, that is uh eight plus five. <laughs> yes, queen. So that, yes, that'd queen. do it. That'd do it. Uh, yep. So that's a thirteen. Hell yes. Uh, so yeah, this thing lets out a triumphant noise as it um splashes you in. There's no eyes to discern, but there's like the suggestion of teeth or almost something beak-like. This is just clearly some ancient monstrosity, the lights of which, which has not been seen. Amidst the slapping of, of limbs and wings, you get a hold of Pippin and Drix. You shoot off the um, lightning web thrower, and by the time this thing uh, turns around to sort of uh, try to finish you guys off, you've attached to the Le- Leviathan belly uh, just before the rail grinder caboose. You begin to skim across the water and eventually you sort of get ready to be carried back up. This thing in pursuit. All right. My, my, can my greater effect be to like reel us in a bit? To, Hell yes. Okay. Like, Hell yes. So that we can grab onto the train with our little little hands. Yes, so you're not, not even impressive or stylishly. You zip up. You guys are on like, yeah, you're like holding onto the railing of the Leviathan belly, basically on the side of, of that car. All right, gang. <laughs> good save. Thanks. Good, good save. That was, that was real good. That was real, real good. Thanks. We should take care of this now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Trying to stand against, uh, you know, like an ocean's worth of wars, maybe not my brightest solution. Yeah, I understand the difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's top of the order now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, anybody's free to move. Did you have something? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> For those okay. keeping track, this thing has taken three harm. <laughs> do you want to just beat it up some more? I do. I'd like to roll insight with the goal of trying to assist Drix because he's our heaviest hitter. Okay, go ahead and roll. Worst case scenario is I get a question. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes. Dice fully. I have an insight question. <laughs> Oh, I'm rolling absolute clown shoes today. I rolled a one, a two, and a snake eyes last time. So, ouchies, doing doing great. Do you have a question? What is the best way to deal damage to this thing? It worked really well last time when you lobbed that spirit flare into it and blew it up. Cool. It's vulnerable from the inside. Can I use my held question? Yeah. Okay. What's the best way to get it out of our hair? Like, like, should we be trying to damage it or should we be trying to outrun it? The best way to get it out of your hair is to harm it. Because even if you outrun it today, this thing will be there the next time you cross okay, the void. Seat. It just fucking hates us. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> do we have spirit flares then? We do. Okay. We each have some. Well... It doesn't say how many we have, so... I'll say the standard deployment is one one explosion's worth. <laughs> for each of us, or just, like, in for each. Alright, so I have a plus one for force, and obviously I am little. Do we think that uh, we are best served by putting all of our hopes on Drix and I can, like, assist him, or both of us trying to damage I think we're gonna need multiple people doing damage. 
I don't trust myself to make those rolls, both now and just, like, in general. Hmm. So. Well, I don't really either. My force is not that good, but I, like, can. So, so to, to remind you, I bumped up the, the damage of a lightning hook with the spirit flares' presence. Uh, Drix is already carrying the heavy lightning hook, and he's got vicious, so it might actually be smarter to pin hopes on Drix. It would also only it would also reduce your rather I guess what it comes down to is does Andrew want to put herself in danger by using force or Oh do you have the- I mean right. I put myself in danger if I fuck up an assist roll. <laughs> so it's kind of all the same to me. But But even if you succeed on a force roll you still take damage. That's true. Well, I don't like taking damage, but <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Drix can take a whole lot of damage after that. That's last true. Time. He did yeah, just get I did immediately take two. <laughs> Um, also, right, Greg, on the barrier, uh, mm-hmm. that would be one more harm to the creature as well. Because the barrier damage is if you come into contact with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, I think for this round, are you going to try and hit it again, Stefan? Yeah, I think Drix is going to try and hit it again, as long as you, you you guys feel safe to, like, keep reeling us in or something. Yeah, I can, um... Maybe I can assist, can I assist him with finesse by, like, like making sure we're all stable on the train? Yeah, that, that could be your assist if that's what you want it to be. Okay. Cool. Um, that is an 11, so. Okay, okay. which one do you want to do? Uh, well, I'd like to give Drake's plus two, mm-hmm. um, yes. and uh, you'll, I'll do it quickly. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you uh, you get everybody up on top of the Leviathan belly. You can click everybody into the uh, lapels. So it gets closer right up next to the train, but you see um, it, it lacks eyes with the way its head, its head tilts and how it goes sort of sideways. It, it seems to be remembering the sting of coming into contact with the, the Valdrani-created barrier surrounding Drix. It's get, it gets ready to sort of spin, but next to the train, uh, getting ready to slap you with its... Uh, preposterous collection of wings and limbs. Drix? Yeah, I'm gonna aim at the main body and try and blast it again. See if I can get it in, like, an eye or something. Something that'll really distract it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to have eyes. Right, but yes. yeah, But yeah, where, where eyes might be. Yeah, if exactly. distraction, I could do that. Well, you went this round. But yeah, go for it. Force! Yeah. Force! Blast. Oh, I'm gonna pump one. I, I'm gonna pump a lightning oil for this too, so, so I can't fail. And then another plus two of the assist. Oh yeah, great, 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 great. I did the right thing. Did you roll snake eyes? <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. Oh my goodness! Well, so that gives you an eight, right? Um, yeah. So it ha- the five initially, and then an eight. Yes. So, what would you like? I think you should suffer a little harm. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, yeah, I'm gonna suffer a little harm in return, because I'm gonna keep getting hammered no matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so you blast it for, yeah, heavy lightning hook, uh, plus vicious, so that's another four, okay, so it's taken eight total. You you zap it, it lifts up, and it spins around, slapping uh, a rush of water that isn't itself up towards you, Drix. Um, you're sort of carried up into the air by it, uh, and then the cable that you were connected to with Levi- Leviathan Belly pulls you back in, and you slam down kind of hard on the ground. Okay, go ahead and take one harm, originally two harm reduced to one, from, yeah, slamming into the, uh, 
slamming into the train. Your barrier will yeah. not protect you from this one. <laughs> yeah. As, that's not how that works. <laughs> Damn you, physics. <laughs> Being ghost barrier repellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, this thing is still to the side of the train. Should we start trying to explode it? Yes. All right. You can't help but notice that conspicuously the pride of Dusquaw has kind of um, has kind of been slowly speeding up more and more. You imagine Trevor is kind of like <laughs> this thing is keeping up with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll I'll um fuck me. I'll I'll assist Drix again. I think just you know no no whammies. Um, so so what's yeah what's your what's your move to assist? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> you said maybe trying to blow it up if you want it could be your toss of the spirit flares into it yeah that would be great so that'd be a finesse yeah. so yeah i can throw my spirit flare yeah you throw your your, your, your bun- you probably get like a bunch of like two or three mm-hmm. i almost imagine it was like a a flare gun a nine so i will i i will just give drix plus two okay okay Pew. oh wait that's a t- that's a ten that's a 10. Okay, what's your other one then? <laughs> uh, other one will be without trouble compromiser cost, I think. Okay. I'm trying to think of how we did it last time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a full-on flare gun. Either way, either way, I imagine, I imagine either way could they can be deployed. Either like through a flare gun, or in this case, since they're just going to get zapped and exploded anyway, tossing them all together would also yeet. be efficient. So would you prefer to eat or shoot? I think I'd prefer to eat. Yeah, Andrew, you you pull them, they're all loosely connected, pull them separate from the the flare gun, and you you toss them in front of where its, like, uh, mouth is, and it uh, immediately rushes into the water there, swimming through within the water uh, above the void sea, but the water that makes up this gargantuan creature, this major ghost. Drix, you can see it! Do the thing! Do the thing! Do the thing! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yippee-ki-yay! Let's give it a big old blast, baby! Ooh, okay. Man, I am not rolling great today. That is a seven. Okay, which one do you pick? Suffer Little Harm in Return. Okay. Um, That's with my plus two? Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, with your plus two. It's just a nine. Oh, it would be a nine. Okay. It would be a nine. Suffer Little Harm in Return. I, I counted it as electrocution when it was just the normal lightning hook. So I'll, I'll, I'll count it as a full-on fiber. <laughs> by its by its base, and then your vicious comes in with a six. This thing will have taken um, a total of fourteen damage, uh, fourteen harm over the course of this engagement. And yeah, so Drix, as you uh, you blast um, where the bundle of spirit flares are, the electricity courses throughout its entire body as the spirit flares react to the surge of lightning from your heavy lightning hook. Yeehaw! There is. Another resounding, like, as um, this thing flops up into the sky like a fish on a dock. Electricity coursing through the water, spreading everywhere like it's not going to uh, hold together well. Go ahead and take two harm. I think this thing still doesn't want to touch your barrier uh, itself. Take two harm reduced to zero between your suffering little harm and uh, your barrier as bits of this... um, Bits of this thing's water uh, sort of like splashes down. Pippin and Andrew, you, however, will each take one 
two reduced to one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As, yeah, there's just some crackly, electroplasmic, uh, high PSI uh, bits of water slamming down on you all. Ow. He- yeah, heavy, heavy impacts, like the Leviathan belly gets dented. This thing seems like it could be bottled. It's a look that it had after its last explosion rocked it, and it's a look you've seen on other ghosts um, as they're starting to not hold together as well. This thing would probably take at least two bottles to do it, but yeah, he's open. Or silencing. Pippin, you're the only one who hasn't done anything. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any spirit bottles, but I can try and, like... You can try and damage it. Yeah, I'll try and damage it. Yes. So, yeah. I'm trying to attack it with a regular lightning poke. Uh, you could also maybe steal and like try and get in front of Drix and take some damage for him. I, I, I like that more. Uh, I'd like to sort of try and get its attention, and so that like if it comes down, it's gonna go after me rather than Drix. Yeah, you can use the the anchor suit to get the ghost's attention. Steal. What don't you want to do? Freeze up. Leave myself wide open. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Like to not do that. I'm going to use two lightning levels for this. And five, seven, nine. Okay. So I do oh, one I didn't pick. So close. But you do one that you didn't pick. I'm gonna be a bastard. Huh. Um you fire up the electro field to get this ghost attention. Um Alright, you big Beluga. I was the one that fired on you last time. That was me. Over here. You definitely get its attention uh, as you're like shouting and you, you, you light up. Uh, unfortunately, go ahead and take one harm, Andril and Drix, uh, as the uh, anchor suits electro fields courses through the, the wet that you are like swimming in as the water is still falling. Well, dang. Yeah, you did unintended harm. For the ghost lines heads. Alright, how you looking there, bud? Uh I've got two slices left. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna get a scar here. Uh, Alright, well let's see what we let's see what we can do to mitigate that. Do we wanna bottle it? Yeah, it seems like the fastest way to get this done quick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna do I have to, like, do... Because I only have one web thrower. How does it work with two bottles? I I, I am not going to make you, like, go through another round of this. Okay. I think it'll just be, like... I'm, I'm sure there's a there's a, a protocol for stringing them up that you were probably taught. Okay. I'm going to pump a lightning oil, and I'm going to throw my... Uh, throw my lightning web thrower to try and get it on the line. A bottle. Mm-hmm. Fucking well, I'm keeping that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, it was a six. So eight on the dice plus one for the uh lightning oil is nine plus three for the my finesse is twelve. Cool beans! So uh since this thing was already above the threshold for bottling, you don't need to and you did it quickly and without any trouble cop or cost. Nobody needs to do any final damage to dunk it in. Yay. So you suck this thing up. What does that look like? Ah, I don't know. It's cool. 
<laughs> How about this? The water's still splashing over. There's the lightning from the electro field sort of coursing through you painfully and directly. You plant yourself because this thing, this thing has followed you, waiting for you since the void sea, since you saw its bones in South Point. This thing can't be allowed to stay within the placid inner void sea, disturbing the stars below the depths. You shoot out your lightning web thrower and plant yourself like you've seen Pip plant himself. Tug on that lightning thrower. Drix it brings a tear to your eye as she like does the Severosi roping trick of pulling back with the lasso. And this thing begins to fly back up towards the train. Passengers inside looking out the window. Uh, they see the circus people are like screaming as they see this thing coming by. The Elysian with the uh, silver hair is not in the passenger car and does not see this, but the burned king priest and Mr. McClaremont are working to uh, calm everybody, saying some prayers. And yeah, this thing splashes all across the Leviathan belly, sucking into first one hole filled a spirit bottle, and then afterwards you are knocked back onto the ground as the rest of it goes forcing through into the second spirit bottle. And eventually, Andrew Anderson, you are lying down on top of the train and the last bit of water sort of splashes over you. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, well. You're the hero of the day there. Ooh. Oh, I can't see loose, but it's, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's it's fine. I'm. I. I'll. Maybe I'm just Spurs. Drix <laughs> <laughs> oh. gives you like a hat tip and is like, "Good job, Spurs." Thank you. Uh, I'm glad I didn't bring Jiminy this one. He would smell really bad. <laughs> you ever smelled a wet dork? Oh, wet dork smell is a whole thing. Yeah. Gotta say. Wet horses, pretty bad too. Oh, awful. <laughs> Wait, does, I don't know if Andrew would know that. You <laughs> washed a horse. Oh, I did? Yeah, okay. Yeah, awful. Isn't it bad to get horses like wet, like submerged water? I mean, you don't submerge them, you just kind of. Uh, well, okay, in real life, you just kind of hose them down, but I don't think we have hoses. No, you have horses. I mean, you take you a do. bucket. There's probably just pumps. Oh, yeah, you just kind of swoop, you know? Just <laughs> swoop. I don't know if any yeah, of you guys that... have ever had to hose a horse in the face. It's really wild. Nope. Can't say I have. Can't say I intend to. I've, ho- I've hosed a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but bigger. What is a horse but a weird, weird dog? Weird dog. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to discuss Little Business Library. Little Business Library is an online directory of small businesses that allows consumers to shop directly so they never charge a sales fee. And instead of charging percentages to businesses, LBL is just $4 a month. But don't take my word for it. From the pride of Duskwall, here's the lion bull, Andrew. Hello, I use Little Business Library to list the website where people can hire me when I leave the train, if I don't die first. That's great. Products and service-related businesses are welcome on LBL. What can people hire you for? 
I like solving mysteries, so maybe private investigator. Oh, but the horses were also really cool, so maybe I could just like take care of. Oh, dork. All right, we get it. You heard it here, folks. Use our coupon code Listen10 to list your business on Little Business Library. We now return to your regularly scheduled audio programming. All right. Um. Er, hey, Greg. Question. Yeah. Can we buy Crimson Elixir during a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mission? Sure, time. sure. We should probably also check on the thing, right? We should probably make sure that the kid is alright and not, you know, some left. Exploded. Yeah, so you guys are on top of the Leviathan Belly right now. Are you just going to come down nearest place you can, or are you going to, like, walk back to the crew car? You are sopping wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the crew car and, like, go to the door of the passenger car and, like, call to Mr. McClaremont. Uh, Pippin and Andrew? I'll just go to the crew car. KK. Yeah. Um, so, Pippin and Andrew, while you're here by the crew car, you notice, uh, Jiminy is not here. Oh my god. You faintly hear, you faintly hear some from a couple cars down past the office cars. Yeah, I'll, I'll run towards that uh you pass through the office car and Candace uh oh Andrew I, I I thought you were I thought you were that way your your, your dog came your, your dog your dog was pawing at the door yeah no I was on top of the train dealing with the water thing did you not notice that yeah I mean I, I thought it was I thought it was going to you oh well no apparently not it's cool it won't smell this way I'm gonna figure out what's going on you open up the door to the freight box car. You hear the sound of luggage tumbling as Jiminy pulls the uh, the pant leg of somebody who cries out, Mailed! <laughs> what is this abominable creature? No, Leave me alone! Okay! Hey! Hey! Jiminy, and heal! I am here to save this bedeviled child, you what? cur! And um, the silver-haired Elysian draws a rapier uh, somewhat threateningly at Jiminy. <laughs> I'm a fully tackled this customer. I don't give a shit. Oh my god! <laughs> Leave my fucking dog alone. I can't believe that Andrew's about to throw hands with Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Who would win in a fight, Andrew or Jean-Pierre Polnareff <laughs> from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3? <laughs> and Part 5, but that's spoilers. Um, Greg cut this. Oh my god. Uh, meanwhile, so, passenger car. Drix, uh, you call over to Mr. McClaremont, who uh, is talking to that burned, burned king priest, who's like, "Oh, Cornelius, let me, let me tell you." And then he stops for a minute and says, "Oh, uh, hold on there, but just a moment. I must uh, aid uh, one of my." Um, uh, and then uh, the, the the priest says, "One of your flock?" And he says, oh, "Well, well, uh, we we don't use such terms here, but a uh, a fellow employee of the the rails." Hey there, Drix. Uh, what, what what do you need, boy? Uh, I just, uh, I, I just need a little bit of Crimson Elixir real quick. Uh, two, please. Oh, I certainly, certainly, I, I can, I can get to work right away. Uh, you, you do look a little bit flushed in the face. I'm, I'm sure most of the damage is hidden underneath that suit of yours. Yeah. You might understand that, uh, that we are past that horrid creature once more. Yeah. It's, it's gone, it's bottled, Andrew did a great job doing it, but, you know, I took a bit of a beating. Of course, of course. Yeah, just be sure to mark your favor. Uh, and it'll, it'll it. Pip, you doing anything? Uh, I think Pip's just waiting by the the child box, the boy box. 
he, you, then you probably are with me, right? Where yes. the guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it may, maybe Andrew turns to Pip and is like, Go get Trix! This stupid thing! The silver-haired guy is like, Mademoiselle, call off your dog, s'il vous plaît. Uh, uh, Jiminy, heal! I don't know if Jiminy knows how to heal. Jiminy doesn't seem to know how to heal, which I, like, respect about him. Roll, roll finesse. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, yeah, so which one don't you want to do? I'll do it quickly and avoid trouble. Yeah, I, th- I think you can get Jiminy to, to calm down. Hold on, let's, let's be reasonable. Nobody killed anyone's sister. Uh, well, of course, of course, uh, monsieur. But uh, I saw earlier some strange Severosi man uh, bedeviling uh, this, uh, this boy. Uh, that I have undone these uh, failed seals that he has uh, put in place. (laughs) (laughs) Sir. Andrew says that verbatim. (laughs) And then she says, wait here, Pip, make sure he waits here, and then I am going to go get Drix. Yep. So this, this may be dialing a little bit back. What we had here is a situation which you do not fully grasp the context or the... the, the what's, what's going on here? I, I appreciate you trying to help, but this is official train business, which means I'm going to need to ask you to return to your seat, please. That is the opposite of what I asked you to do. Uh, hold, hold, hold that, hold that, man. And he, he holds, he puts uh, two fingers to Gafo's neck. Good, hello. His, his pulse has stopped. Ah, I must resuscitate him. <laughs> and... Oh my god! Oh my god, fucking... Chest compressions. <laughs> it is... This is going so funny! Tricks! Tricks. Yeah, so, um... Mr. McLaren finishes up the Crimson Elixirs as, uh, Andrew rushes into the passenger car. Tricks! Come on, luggage car! Now! Um, Drix, Drix, like, silently screams with his face and goes, um, hey, Andrew, I think, um, the, uh, uh, the, 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 noble's luggage. Stop it! Luggage car! Now! I'm going! I'm going! I'm going! Get the noble! Get the noble whose luggage it is! Okay! <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I'll he go knows how to plug it back up. Is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so you, you. He knows how to plug it back up. Is the thing. <laughs> you head into the parlor car. Georgie is like, "Hey there, Andrew. You're looking determined." Hi, I need Lottie's Dalmore right the hell now. Certainly. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get him. Drix, you enter the luggage car. You first ask Candace, seeing you stalking determinedly. Candace raises an eyebrow. Uh, and she says, hold up, is there a situation in there? Nothing, nothing yet, Candace. Remember, Drix. Understood. Nothing has happened yet. I'm trying to prevent it. All right, go. Uh, he goes in. What the hell is occurring here? <laughs> you, see, you see the Elysian uh, doing uh, chest compressions. <laughs> Put him back. That was keeping him alive. Doing a piss poor job of it, if you ask me. Oh uh, my his, God. his pulse has already stopped. Let me. I do not feel any breathing. And <gasps> mon dieu, it's you. You're, you're the one who bedeviled this boy. 
I do not bedevil the boy. The boy is on the edge of life and death, and that box is keeping him alive. So plug him back into it so that he can live. Did you did you trade brain cells for pectorals? Me? Not not you. <laughs> this this fine specimen here. This is what happened when you put JoJo characters on the fucking train. Never put JoJo characters on the train. They fucking ruin everything. Pip, you swear you hear from somewhere within the walls, uh... (laughs) Sad sobbing. Something is sobbing, and it ain't the rats. (laughs) Among the luggage. Hey, uh... Where are you? This... Follow the sound of my soothing voice. Okay, so it's not that Kafo can't hear you or can't follow you, but you're going to need to roll something. Of course. To, you know, make him not afraid of revealing himself to some line bulls. <laughs> hey, Greg, can I can I suffer harm and trauma to do that? <laughs> what? Oh, my okay. God. I would like to. He wants to do a ritual. I, yeah. You want to. Hmm. He wants to feed him some life force. <laughs> I didn't take any trauma yet, so I wanna I wanna take you some trauma because I refuse to have Pip not be traumatized by this occurrence. When you fed that that one ghost some life force, it was already in the bottle, and like after the bottle, it's like hungry. It's like a feral spirit. I think Gufo. What I'm asking, can I perform this ritual to not transfer the life force to the ghost, but to the body? Why would Pip know how to do that? <laughs> that is a very good question. I, 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 I don't know why Pip would know to, know to do that. But it sounds evocative. Alright, uh... I will use finesse for this, I guess? Fin- finesse for what? So to, like, to convince him to... Yeah, just like, hey, it's fine. Yeah, just okay, go, go for it, go for it. Can I pump two lightning oils? Does that make sense? I don't know. Hmm, hmm. If Gafo was not a fresh spirit, I would say an electro field would entice him. But I, I don't think you can pump light, lightning oil into this. Cool. Um, they still fail me now, as you have done all day so far. That is a seven with the dice, and plus one, that is an eight. Nice. I would okay. like to do this uh, avoiding trouble, compromise, or costs. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so, so what does Pip say? The foes is, is fine. It's Come out here, sis. We're not gonna hurt you. We're trying to get you back in, uh, back in your body. We're just gonna go back in the box so that we can get you some sort of treatment or some such. Or maybe a, a hole. But Gafo, Gafo overheard said you would silence, silence. It is too late for poor Gafo, Gafo. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, listen, we, you, you missed it when we had like a... A coy who's a hole and he was, he was a conductor. It's fine. You still got your whole life ahead of you, so to speak. I remember you. You you were you were there at the door. Against Against Master Downfall Downfall Downfall. Oh he's tried so hard to save me, but alas, poor Gaffo. Good for nothing. Cannot even hold on to Lion Dale, Lion Dale, Lion Dale, Lion Dale. It's 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 alright, just I just need you to come back here and get back in your body, or alternative body. He, um, yeah, he, he slowly begins to, uh, to peep out from among the luggage. A very solid spirit, as solid as Crowl was, as 
Gafo is full of fresh, relatively fresh life force and still has the imagined vision of himself as he was, rather than uh, any supernatural affect gained over time or desperation. Um, it'll take him a little bit. I have an idea that's very dangerous. Oh, I'm excited to find out what it is. At the parlor cart, Georgie gets Laudius. Laudius begins to head, and Georgie says, Hold on a minute, I, I, I am... If this is a problem with luggage, I'll, 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 I'll accompany you. Georgie, Georgie, it's one of those things. I, I cannot allow you to to possibly endanger this passenger without me being present at the very least. I, I promise I won't get your way, but I, I'm, I'm coming with you. I, I, fine, fine. Ladius, you, you either pull rank or put up with this. Do what you want. Uh, is it bad? I don't know. I left to get you. Come on. Yeah, he snaps his fingers and his uh, retainers follow. Yeah, you guys head through. As you head past the office car, Cannabis uh, goes to stand up. All right, what's going on here? You, Laudius, you're the one who brought you're the one who brought the corpse aboard. And um, <laughs> Georgie goes, the corpse? I I'm not a I look <laughs> look I did not start this. I was not the one that he entrusted with this. I am just attempting to deal with this. And you know what? If you do, I get it. You want things shared with you. You don't like it when we don't tell you stuff. But sometimes we have to do things on a time schedule. So if you would just let me go deal with it first, and then you can ask me things. Yeah, Laudia says, yes, I brought, uh, it was not a corpse, it was my dog's body, Gafo, and we are going to go help him right now. Uh, And Candace says, no, the only reason you're here is because something terrible's gone on, and Drix better silence him. And um, (laughs) Laudia goes, silence him, madam, no. I've specifically asked your line bull to uh, help me coax him back inside. Coax him back in where? Georgie looks through the window where Pippin is slowly getting little ghosty Gafo to, uh, to uh, reach in. She uh, turns to Candace and says, oh, He's just a baron, Candace. Come on, look at him. Hardly older than Andrew. Go, go on, go on, you. Claudius, I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is... If, are, are you strictly necessary for this? You know what? Probably not in any danger in the first place anyway. And Candace, Candace says, okay, yeah, nope, nope, nope. Listen, kid ghost, still a ghost. Uh, I don't, you know. You're already, you already pushed through. Georgie, Georgie immediately begins to, uh, she says, now you listen here, Candace. And then the door, like, opening closes behind okay, her. Okay, yeah, cool, good. There, the two of them are arguing through the window. Um, Laudius uh, comes through with you. Cool. <laughs> What's going on? The illusion is pointing uh, the rapier now at you, Drix, uh, saying, or you perhaps the guardian of this boy? This man bedeviled your child, and now he is a ghost over there. <laughs> and Lonnie says, Who in the devil are you? <laughs> Trix, who is this? <laughs> Trix, who is this? Some passenger. He thinks that I bedeviled your child. He thinks that I bedeviled Gaffo, And now he is he disconnected him from the life support system. We need to get him back in. All right, um, I can, I can set it back up. Gafo! And then he sees a ghost Gafo, and he says, I'm so sorry, master. I, I, Gafo could not stay, not stay, not stay. Shh, shh, shh. Gafo, do not worry. I, I, somebody, somebody, 
Resuscitate him. I, I, the, 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 the machine will work, but he, he, he must have something. Just the faintest pulse. Hey, you, you see, you, you, you muscle guy, you looked like you knew how to do that. Do you want to be useful? Uh, I can, I can roll to finesse him into doing this. I would, maybe. I, he was going to say that he had to, uh, many apologies, but he appears I have had no luck. Oh my god. <laughs> and he, yeah, he, puts, he, puts his, he puts his rapier up and no longer is pointing at Vex and steps, steps back. I can try? Is that a finesse? Like, to y- y- keep time correctly and all that? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't... Yeah, if, if, if you think so. I think... How many violent remedies or, uh... Crimson elixirs? Crimson yeah. elixirs did you get, Drix? Oh. I got two. How many did you take? Uh, I haven't drank either of them yet, mm-hmm. so... We can't shove one into that place now. So Drix, it, yeah. Drix, you can do you can do a roll. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I have an idea if this does not go well. Ghostgafo has pulled his knees to his chest and is sitting near near Pip. Poor Ghostgafo. Ghostfo. Finesse to get him to drink it all? Yeah, uh, I think finesse to probably because like, massage it down. To the get throat. unconscious people <laughs> and dead legally dead people. <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they don't easily swallow things, right? So, yeah, there's probably some finesse to, um, to, like, tilting his head the right way and almost, like, massaging his throat down. Okay, that would be a ten. Woo. Hell yeah. Which one don't you want to do? We're gonna do to greater effect and avoiding trouble compromising costs. I want, I want this boy safe. Hell yes. Very carefully, um, Lottie is just sitting near you as he slowly, like, you're, you're, like, tilting his head. At first, he keeps on like feeling for a pulse, going for something, like like looking around, looking for breath. Um, but it's getting in your way, so you sort of shove him back. And as uh, as you, you you slowly pour some more, you tune out the rest of the world. And as the the crimson elixir bottle drains, Drix, you feel um, the back of your shirt bunch up under a, a tense white knuckle grip from Ladius Dalmore as he looks on at Gafo's body, waiting. He holds a mirror uh, over Gafo's face, and you see it fog up ever so slightly. Yay! Yes! Oh, thank, thank, thank goodness. Um, quick, Ladius, get him in. Gafo, please, uh, I, I promise that when you wake, when you wake, you'll be all better. And um, Gafo says, <laughs> I cannot thank you enough, Master Dalmore, Dalmore, to go this far for even somebody like me, like me. Hi. Yes. People should go this far for <laughs> even people like you, Gafo. Please, I'm getting, get in. And he lifts uh, one hand to his eyes to cover up his his tears as Gafo uh, slips back into his body. You know, that was a fine sentiment, barring like the even. Yeah, it's like this weird kind of yeah. Like... I, I, he's got a ways to go. I think. Yeah. He's, he's, he's done. Like I said, like I said, he is improving. Yeah, the latch closes. The seals hum once more, and Lottie is is like. <sighs> I'm terribly sorry that I am. I just. It's it's all right. It's it's mighty white of you to be doing what you what you try to do, what you try to accomplish here. Well, it's for you. Yes, you. And he turns to the Elysian, who um is like 
about uh, moi, I am. Uh, I, I did not. Uh, since I did not fully grasp the situation, but I'm sure we can all agree that I, um, as a as a as a good Samaritan, uh, was doing my part. Laudius snaps his fingers. Um, his retainers grab the uh, the arms of this guy who at first um, considers reaching for his rapier and remembers Laudius's station. And he says, "Oh, I, I this is you know please please be um <laughs> this this is fine." Go, uh, I, I, I will, um, I, I, uh, how much, how much should I pay you? Laudius turns to, um, yeah, he turns to Drix, and he says, um, tell me, tell me, uh, how deadly is that new, uh, commode that you have, uh, installed? I don't think anyone's died from it yet, but I think he does at least owe our friend here one crimson elixir, at the very least. That would be nice. Alright then. Claudius, don't don't dump him through the toilet. And apologize for hitting on Georgie. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. That was that, gross. That, that was super even, uncalled for. I wasn't even there for that. It's yeah, unreasonable. I can only imagine it was horrible for her. Well, uh, Mademoiselle, you will understand when you are older. No, I will not! <laughs> Stop digging yourself a hole. Laudius, Laudius pushes him through and he says, towards the office card, he says, we're just going for a quick dunk then. So we gotta shove Paul Nerf in the toilet. <laughs> it's, it's the rule. It's the He's rule. got to suffer in the toilet. They, they pass through the office car and you over here comes to Georgie. Ah, so you're telling me, you're telling me that you trust Trevor, huh? Even with, even though he, he bit a hat, he bit a hat once. <laughs> when's the last time you, when's the last time you micromanaged him up there, huh? <laughs> and um, Candace is all right. Listen, Trevor's been Trevor's been with the train uh, since his father, who bless his soul, uh, passed away. They helped d- design the engine. And uh, Georgie, Georgie counters. All right. Well, how about this? How 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 long? Uh, how long until you, you start trusting these these folk? Uh, you guys I, are in the door at this uh, point, uh, and then uh, they stop. I. <laughs> Do they? They saw us. Yeah, they see you guys. God damn it. This is kind of the equivalent of like when you first go into a uh, an old west cowboy saloon and like everything stops <laughs> and they all look over at you, but it's us three, still kind of like dripping wet a little bit. Hey, is the Baron all right? How how, how is he? That that lad. The lad's fine. We he'll be fine. He'll 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 make it through. He's 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 his pulse is strong. Honestly, turning it into a fight probably would have been a lot more dangerous. He wasn't hostile. Candace curtly knocks some ash off the edge of a cigarette. I accept whatever punishment you are going to dish out. Georgie gives her an intense look. No, no punishment. You handled it. We just won't report anything beyond that, uh, that big sea monster ghost. Okay. Thank you. That seems reasonable. That's right, Pip. Downright reasonable. Candace is a reasonable woman. I'll be in the parlor car. And she, she has <laughs> And I'll be in the crew car. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Have you guys ever just like, feel like you've seen Irony in action? I'm not, I'm in the crew car. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think you guys are all in the crew car, right? I, I think that's like in the crew car. Okay. Just like all of us. <laughs> You're reasonable sometimes. And more importantly, Drix is reasonable, and I am reasonable. <laughs> See, we all balance out. <laughs> yeah, so it's only like, it's just more than like two-thirds of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
it's, it's fun. fun. It's, it's like a, a C plus B minus. And this, you know what? It feels kind of good to have the moral high ground. I feel like we usually don't. Yeah. I, really? I, well, no. It's the, not the moral high ground, the uh, intellectual high ground. <laughs> usually, usually we don't. It, it seems about right. Well, gang, <laughs> good job. <sighs> Man, that was tense. The rest of the trip has uh, no no major incident. As normally, the Inner Void Sea is pretty placid and vast, with fewer dead souls, as there's fewer living things to feed upon. You guys soon approach Irondale. You guys pull into Irondale, the circus performers uh, begin to leave. The uh, Burned King priest says, well, well, it has been lovely speaking to you. Once again, Cornelius, I will uh, take care of my business in Irondale. I did not know you were here upon the Pride of Duskwall. I'll be sure to try to ride again should I need uh, to travel this way. Mr. McClaremont says, well, certainly, certainly. Let me just say that uh, traveling with you this way was is uh, much better than my first journey through Irondale. Mr. McClaremont lore. Ladius Downwar's retainers give a shove to the Frenchman whose tower of silver hair is now a ragged mess. Uh. Um, yeah, like a little bit of electricity has uh, coursed through it from the from the electrical toilet uh, that annihilates the, <laughs> your waste. He's sort of shaking his head, uh, uh, trying to make hide no hair of where he is. Just oh, and um, he uh, he actually bumps into uh, another passenger departing. And the vo- a voice coming from a turtle uh, says, uh, Don't you worry, boy. You seem a bit out of it. I'm <sighs> sure he won't begrudge you. And um, the, the Elysian <laughs> looks to the turtle. The turtle looks back. They share a deep, horrible uh, stare. <laughs> um, and he, he rubs his eyes and says, uh, Obviously, I have lost my mind. <laughs> Zep the mind is the mind right out of me. He heads off. Laudius uh, goes to get Gafo, nodding to Drix. Maybe even calling you to, you over, Drix. Okay. So, you said you could maybe help find you. You, I'm I'm going off to um, pay a guide in order to um guide me towards uh towards the Severosi magicians, but am I to understand you've had contact with them? Yeah, um, I can I can tell you someone to speak to in Irondale. Alright, thank you very much, Trix. You've, um, I suppose you've always been a good man, and I could not see it beyond my, beyond my thoughts of your own impertinence. <laughs> I think that's the closest I've ever gotten to a compliment from you, so thank you. Hell yeah! And then back in the crew cart. You know something's really bugging me about they they be water monster ghosts. That whole encounter. Yeah, he was a jerk. I was. You had the perfect opportunity to do like a dramatic one-liner, and you didn't take it, Andrew. We we gotta work on that. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I was busy bottling the ghost. <laughs> Pride of Duskwall is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. <laughs>
all of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line bowls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drinks, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel, played by me, Guys Webel. And I have been your conductor, Greg Karobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Your support will help our podcast, as well as the others on the network. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and i'll have candace bring them to the line bowls thank you for riding with us and please consider traveling with us again next time i can't believe i let greg make a part three and part five jojo reference dank jojo reference um <laughs> and part we'll three was be... delivered the part five was not <laughs> but it worked out what the fuck does polnareff look like uh, you'll be so mad um <laughs> But uh, we uh, will we'll explore Irondale maybe next time on Ghosts on a Train. Yay! Yay! Motherfucker. Oh, I'm deeply angry. <laughs> this program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian Nonsense yours, thanks yours, you for yours, your patronage. Yeah just like yours.